Dear Sustainable Futures enthusiasts, my name is Alexandra Kutsukos and this is Sustainable Futures, the podcast, a live work platform to string conversations at the crossover between sustainability, design and personal experiences. Done with heart by live workers for live workers. The topic for this episode is system thinking. With Stein Weitzer, we'll briefly talk about the complexity of sustainability challenges and how system thinking can help us get a grasp of it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sustainable Futures, the podcast. I'm here today with uh, Stein Weitzer, and Stein is our lovely service designer uh, from the Rotterdam office. And I wanted to ask you, as I'm asking everyone uh, as a guest to this uh, series, to introduce uh, yourself. Thank you, Alex, for inviting me today. <laughs> I am Stein Wetzer. I'm a service designer and I'm based in Rotterdam. I also live here. I'm at LiveWork now for over a year. And uh, I've, I've been in service design for almost five, starting with... Uh, I think with my master's in TU Delft, that shaped towards services and research and experiences mostly. And after that, I started working at uh, Unplugged, uh, also a behavioral research and service design company based in Amsterdam. Uh, and then I came to LiveWork. And since I've been at LiveWork, I've been, I've been very, like my interest already sparked for systemic design earlier, but at LiveWork, they really challenged me to dive deeper into it so not only read about it but also look a bit a little bit more into it and uh, what it is and how it overlaps and really research how we can use it as service designers yes and this is exactly the reason why i thought it was interesting to have a conversation with you as well and also we've been talking about what service design can do to tackle um, you know sustainability challenges but the more we go into it the more we see that it's a systemic issue more than anything and you've been focusing on this topic and uh yeah so maybe can you introduce you know what do we mean by system thinking and system design how do you interpret it yeah of course so ecosystems are derived from ecology and officially like what the dictionary says it's a biological system composed of all organisms found in a particular physical environment interacting with each other but they made the, the addition that it's also used in an extended use, uh, a complex system resembling this. And actually the word complex, we'll talk about a lot today, I think, because that's the, the main reason why system thinking is relevant, uh, I would say, in my opinion. Um, so what we can say is that a system or ecosystem is an interdependent network of self-interested actors jointly creating value, which means that no single actor would be able to create that same value uh, they can create together. Also, the value in system thinking, I would say, is to avoid unintended consequences. So to design something, an outcome or result, we would we value and we think is a positive impact. Also, if we look a bit farther than the, the first results or the direct results yeah and i think what i find interesting about 
systems thinking is that it really tries to comprehend it's like a next level holistic no uh, yeah holistic perspective is a way of like trying to comprehend the entirety of um of a landscape and understanding how the different elements uh, interact with one another and then how the dynamics that are created between these different elements influence uh, one another yeah uh, so it's like almost the opposite of the linear way of thinking that we've had so far this uh, yeah way of like um, yeah thinking that something can be taken produced and then thrown away and i've been talking about this already quite a lot in these podcasts <laughs> but i i find it interesting how it becomes like all of a sudden a multi-dimensional uh, perspective and i was curious to know from from your point of view like what does system thinking and systems design have to do with sustainability in your in your view yeah so in my view there there we go again to complexity so i think we can say that um the climate crisis is quite complex i think that shows the in in the fact that we're still not really there <laughs> at all um and this tackling this complexity is really hard and we cannot do that by a linear way of thinking or by the same way we we got there here actually where we are now um and i think therefore system thinking really zooms out and i think what you mentioned before like it's it's a very holistic view um and and i think we need that to tackle this complexity this kind of complexity that's so in everything we see around us we do people but also all all other actors that are there they are all involved in this climate crisis complexity and that's i think why we need this systemic approach to it um do you have some sort of example that can help uh people understand you know how a sustainability challenge is a system challenge as well do you have any example top of mind yeah i think uh one one that sits with me i think someone told me is that there was a list with the most impactful interventions we can do as a as humanity to improve the climate and i think number two was facilitating uh, women's education i think it was in the top five i don't exactly know the number but i think if you think about that it doesn't immediately make sense because it's not like directly related to su sustainability but if you think along and if you see the entire system around it it, it actually makes sense uh, so that would be kind of system design with an intended consequence for uh, a better climate and as far as i as far as i know it makes sense because then girls who go to school they they start tend to start a family later in life and in general to have less kids because they are uh yeah more prone to you know being busy with work and so forth right so yeah i think that's that's actually a great <laughs> example i think it makes a lot of sense yeah i was wondering what can we do you know what does service design have to do with all of yeah. this yeah so i think as as designers overall i think um of course like we origin we originate from product design i think we can say that we made a lot of products into this world we prayed for human centricity uh, which gave a lot of plastics everywhere in the sea on the earth burning it um so i think we have to move a bit 
further than that human centricity and see, hey, this is not it, maybe. Uh, we are just part of this system and we are not on top of it. Uh, we should be in it as in an equal level with every everything and everyone else. Um, so I think it's it's partly a mindset that we can have as service designers to be aware that there is more than human centricity um, and take that into account for projects. So look more holistically, you know, uh, further than your stakeholder map, um, also to the non-humans in a system, mountains, rivers, maybe animals. Um, yeah, so, so that's, I think, a mindset that's very yeah important uh, and we can definitely apply that as service designers and then of course there's also tools we can use and w what do you mean by tools like what sort of tools yeah so then i mean like what a, a journey is for a service designer you can say i think it's a, a system map for the mm -hmm. systemic designer mm -hmm. uh, but we can also use them and they are actually very valuable in having a holistic approach and try to avoid these unintended consequences, but also see where we actually have leverage and where we can make a positive impact in influencing the system. Mm. Yeah, what I find interesting is the idea that system thinking and systems design gives this comprehensive view and it gives tools to map an existing and, and design a potential, let's say, to be situation and to really identify what are the hotspots, you know, like yeah. what, what are the leverage points. Yeah. And then my understanding, and I have to admit, I've never really practiced it, but like, is that service design is what helps in, let's say, deep diving into these leverage points and adapting them to new realities and, and to the to be situations. So I really do see them as for example, like as really complementary disciplines somehow, like um, in really trying to understand what are the long-term unintended consequences and by, and by taking into account like the, the whole spectrum of actors uh, that live in it. Yeah. But it does sound complicated. <laughs> it does sound like a lot. Like when I think about, sometimes I get discouraged when um, when thinking about all of the sustainability transformations that are you know like that are needed in order to really go to a more regenerative and sustainable society and way of being and what i think it's interesting is that it's a transformation that has to happen not only in our production line not only in our industry but it's also um about people behavior and that means that it's also about culture it's also about mindset and it's also about spirituality so that's one of the topics that for example we talked in the podcast a couple of uh, <laughs> episodes ago what does sustainability have to do with spirituality and when i look at this yeah future we're facing and the immense complexity that it's described by i get a little bit discouraged because i think it's a problem that has to be tackled by a lot of different points of view and a lot of different uh, leverages indeed so do you have a, like an advice or <laughs> something like like i don't know how do we deal with this complexity in your opinion okay yeah a very big question <laughs> I know, <laughs> but also very interesting i think i am quite positive in nature uh so for me actually having this systemic theory and this way of thinking 
kind of enables me to be more okay with it because it offers me a way to have overview and mm. um, and i and i think that's very valuable in designing services for sustainability or for at least for a positive impact or that don't have a negative impact so it it kind of hands me a way to to responsibly design services i think so from now on i will use that <laughs> i do think it can help us in a positive way forward forward or at least more positive than how we are approaching have been approaching it how do you deal with that complexity in your, in your own life because i know you also you do this job also because you deeply care i know you you're very passionate about sustainability and the fight against climate change so uh, do these newly acquired skills help you also in how you like almost emotionally deal with this what helps me it, it humbles me i think like uh, applying like i feel very small in a good way <laughs> like if i sometimes feel overwhelmed or sad or just soaken up by my own troubles it really humbles me thinking that i'm not so important uh, yet i can still make an impact and i i believe that i can also still like even if it's small contribute to this society um it's also nice to know that um like sometimes you are so deep in your own system in your own head <laughs> that it helps to zoom out and think like oh you know i'm just part of this and everyone yeah it humbles me i think mm. that's most important so i'm really not that important mm. and i really like that I, i would really like to serve everyone else and not people not only people but mostly i think nature ecology mm. and the flora and fauna um so in a in a positive way yeah it humbles me yeah that sounds it's almost it's like the feeling that you have when you hike on the mountains right exactly that's exactly what it is and yeah. i think a systemic approach brings me into that mm. that's brilliant um i think we can conclude it at this it's been a super nice and super short conversation <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing uh, yeah, your knowledge and, uh, and your thoughts. Thank you, Alex. And uh, for everyone listening, <laughs> please reach out if you have any questions or would like to discuss this. Yeah.